space. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Go write it and we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Thursday to you and yours, 531. Happy Thursday to you, Carl freaking Brown. What's going on, buddy? How the heck you doing over there, pal? Doing all right, man. Made it to Thursday in this kind of dreary, snowy week here in the... It's crunchy out this it is, morning. It is crunchy. It's the best way I can describe it. Crunchy in the uh, in the St. Catharines area. Some of our snow coming down has been a freezing rain for a little bit overnight. Yeah. So slick roads. I, I'm I think sure. the highways are they're all fine. Yeah, where, where, you're, where, where you got your high volume, you're probably okay. Uh, I've already heard from Matt and Coburg, so they're getting pounded. Uh, Katarina said uh, they're staying home today, got a snow day. So other areas... As it usually is, harder hit than uh, where we are here in St. Catharines. Talking to friends in Kingston yesterday, they experienced thunder snow. I heard, I heard from one of our Kingston contacts yesterday yeah. that they got some thunder snow. Thunder snow. Mm-hmm. I did see one of the videos. Very lucky. Somebody walking their dog, and the thunder snow hit, and the dog's like, "Yo, I we're out of here. We're going home <laughs> yeah, right the now." Dog was done. Yeah, looked looked to be pumped in the snow. Thunder snow, they were no. like, I don't know what this is. I it's don't like it. It's not for dogs. I don't like it. Absolutely not for dogs. <laughs> will you ever? It, you yeah, know, I will. I'll get lucky one day. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I will. It's going to have to be that. You can't really plan for it, right? Not really. I just have to wait outside my porch during every snowstorm. Yeah. Mm. Maybe you got to go to 40 or I probably do. Yeah. Yeah, Fort Culver and All something right. like that. Look, that's the way. How bad do you want to see the thunder snow, right? I kind of want to see it, hear yeah. it. Yeah. I want do. To experience it, feel it. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Does the lightning hit too, or is it just the, just the thunder? It's just thunder. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Is it possible to? Like, I don't know. Come down. Snow lightning. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe it happens. Could the lightning hit and make like a burn mark in there? <laughs> in the snow. Now that. Is that what you want? Kind of, yeah. It's kind of what I want. Yeah, it sounds fun. I think it's just such a cool weather phenomenon. I knew about it when I was like traveling here, and I was like, ooh, one day. Yeah. One day. Yeah, thunder snow. It's oh, pretty cool. It's somebody here saying uh, had some in Welland. Is that right? That's what, they, that's what the text says. Mm. Had I got an Instagram message from somebody else and asked where they were. They didn't respond back to me, but then I heard from... Our Kingston context, yeah, yeah, they got some thunder snow, so yeah. a little jealous of that. A yeah. uh, little uh, business uh, business keeping note here. I had heard from a number of people yesterday that uh, our Tuesday podcast didn't populate on iHeartRadio. Yeah. And I said, just wait. I bet when I put the Wednesday one up, it'll push out the Tuesday one. And? and? I was right. Oh. They're both what there. A, what a hero. So what look- a damn hero this Carl Brown if you're looking, is. If you're looking for it, if iHeart is where you get your uh, your podcast from, Tuesday and Wednesdays are both there. How are the testes uh, treating you this morning? Okay, I'm wearing snow. I'm wearing like sweatpants today. It's so. like snow pants. It's not snow pants. Sweatpants. The red snow pants. No, no, I'm not going to put those on. No, I'm wearing something a little more loose fitting. Jeans have not been kind to me. Really? Jeans seams. Yes. I don't want seams. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I saw that you were wearing sweatpants. Saying I almost went. Hey, you didn't even tell me. And nah, then I, I just remembered. Went, I just went solo. You got a you got a ball phenomenon <laughs> yeah. going on. I'm right feeling now. better this morning though. Yeah. I'm a little sore yesterday. I had to go and like shovel snow and stuff yesterday. So they're a little tender. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but okay today. Were you able to how's the scraping? Because uh, you had to scrape the car today. Yeah, right? scrape the car this morning too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it, look, it's just a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. They're cumbersome as they usually are. 
And then when they have, you know, a dull ache, it's more cumbersome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got our dink of the day coming up. It's draft day. Uh, it is draft day. Yeah. Very interesting draft. Mm-hmm. Very divisive draft, I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. A lot, of, a lot of personal choice in this draft. Could be. Yeah. Could be. You know? Depends. Yeah. I guess it I think depends. It's, I think it's tough to find the public median here, you know, in terms of trying to find. Like in terms of what people will vote for, or like, I don't think first, I don't think first overall is important in this draft. I would agree with you. Yeah, I would agree with you, but I also think that you could make a few picks that will really like ostracize yeah. the vote mm. for the other person. Interesting. Like if you take something too personal, I don't know if people can relate to it. Mm. Just a thought. But it is our draft. Giving a scratch and sc- and sniffing yeah. your finger. <laughs> That's going to be my first one. If you heard the tease yesterday, then you'll you know, know what's up. Uh, okay, dink of the day coming up. Yeah, and uh, we had a request for uh, one of Ash's doppelbangers. Yeah, we reached into the bag here. She's got a new playlist up again. iHeartRadio, like right where the Soper and Brown playlist is, you can find Ash's too. She's put a, a playlist together yeah. of all the doppelbangers that she's acquired over the years. This one is really cool. You can start, the intro is pretty long here, so you yeah, can, I think you can fire into it. And it's not your typical banger that's going to scream in your face. Just but something outside the box and a little bit different. Yeah. We're going back to like mid-90s here, and it's Foo Fighters with a cover of Jerry Rafferty's Hell Baker Street. Yeah. Soper and Brown Show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. Soper and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown, let's get going here with our dink of the day. Let's do it. You know, I actually... Uh, so many people got thundersnow yesterday. Yeah? There's so many texts in here. Grimsby, Welland, Newcastle. So many. Sorry, man. I didn't hear it. One day. I know. One day. That'll be the day. And you'll go, nice. Thundersnow? That's call your dad worthy. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Gotta call the pops? Yeah. That's yeah. a big moment. Yeah, that's a call to Scott. Thundersnow... Canucks do something big. <laughs> it ain't uh, good. We didn't even you... didn't even call him with the Boudreaux talking thing. Yeah. No. no. I will say this though, I gotta hand it to Seattle Kraken fans. Absolutely hammered Vancouver 6-1 last night. Yeah. Kraken fans started a Bruce There It Is chant. That's really funny. Which is awesome. That's really funny. I really, really hope our owner heard it. That's really funny, actually. It is great. It's great. <laughs> That's right to the bone. That's good trolling. I gotta agree. Uh, let's go to Phoenix, Arizona. Let's talk about Carlos Alcaraz. Hell of a city. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona? Mm-hmm. Yeah? I've gotten in more trouble in Phoenix. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. What is this about Phoenix? I don't know. Desert air gets to you. The desert air? Yeah. Hot there? Yeah. How many times have you been? Uh, Three times. Really? In Phoenix, three times. Really? It was a really easy flight. Uh, to get there, obviously, from where we lived in BC, and they often hold wrestling events in Phoenix. Yeah. The Royal Rumble is this weekend. Yeah. The only Rumble I've ever attended, Phoenix, Arizona. Really? Yeah, 2019. Who won that Royal Rumble? Seth Rollins won the Men's Rumble, and Becky Lynch won the Women's Rumble. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about a Phoenix man. Who was not in the Rumble. Was not in the Royal Rumble. He's now facing charges after attempting to sell... A real tiger cub on social media. (laughs) He was arrested after a deal was made to sell Uh the cub to undercover officers. Right. Um, How much did he uh, list it for? I hope quite a lot. What do you think? What's a baby tiger go for? 
I can say he listed it for $2,500. Not nearly enough. Try $25,000. Oh, okay. My favorite thing in this story is the undercover undercover officers talked him down to $20,000. <laughs> Why? That's probably Why'd what, you negotiate? That's probably what they had signed out from the... Uh, from the uh, evidence locker. <laughs> well, they weren't going to pay him. I know. But why talk him down? I don't know. It makes it seem more like a real deal. I guess, eh? If you just, like, sign off on it right away. 25, happy to meet you at 3 p.m. at the 7-Eleven. Bring the tiger cub. I guess so, eh? Did he have the cub? So he did have the cub. He had one, eh? They called to see. They called him. Got his number called to see if like, yeah, he yeah. actually had it. They could hear the tiger cub moaning in the background. Oh, man. Um... They to- he told them that he bought the Cub for $8,000 from another Arizona man. Oh, good. Later let's, or uh, the week prior. Let's track that back. So they did just that. This man ended up putting them towards a more, a even bigger exotic animal uh-huh. ring, which also got taken down. Nice. So this guy found an exotic ring. Bought from them, tried to resell, and ended up getting the whole thing taken down. Right on. Something tells me if they do end up meeting in prison, well, that guy's going to get the you-know-what beaten out of him. <laughs> They're going to call him Tiger Cub. Yeah, I would have. I would say so. Yeah. What do you do? You are you that stupid? You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be. Yeah, clearly. But also, there, I assume, are better channels than going on Facebook Marketplace to sell an animal illegally. Do you yeah. just think that you no one was going to notice? The problem is you use the word think in that sense. Yeah, I guess that's what it is, eh? Yeah. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. The good thing is is that multiple animals that shouldn't be in captivity have been found yeah. and are going to be relocated. Sent to the, rehab centers yeah. and all that kind of stuff. The bad thing is there are people stupid enough to do this <laughs> on Facebook, I tell you. Um, what was it? Carlos Alcar- Alcaraz. Alcatraz? I don't know. He's our dink of the day. Sober and Brown on 97.7 Hits FM. Show 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, Carl, this is becoming a theme, and I don't know. Maybe it's, I mean, we spend a lot of time together. We do. But uh, I had another dream about you last night. You had two, was it like Monday night into Tuesday? I think we talked about it. You had another one with me last night? I had another one. I can't. We're, last time we were we were cave drinking. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. We also did the Soper and Brown rodeo. Uh huh. Right. Uh, I, the donkey I, rodeo or whatever it was. Yeah. I don't know why. My have you been dreaming a lot lately or no? I don't think so. My dreams have been running wild. I couldn't even. I couldn't even finish Dynamite last night. I was asleep. Yeah. I was asleep at like nine thirty last oh, night. Wow. I was out early. Yeah. Yeah, the, they, like, I like like the January like bummed outness right now. Oh yeah, like January is just like long and dark and shitty, and like it's kind of at that point where I'm like, I need to like do something, go yeah. somewhere, feel alive. Feel alive. January is halting that. Yes. Yeah. But tell me about your dream. Yeah, it, it. I don't know what it is. I've been dreaming lots lately, and mm-hmm. you've just been in them. Yeah, well. And so yesterday, you and I are hanging out at my old house that I grew up in. Mm. But my parents aren't there. Okay. It's Sweet. just you and I. Nice. And I look out, and a plane is falling from the sky. Oh, man. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, Carl, Carl. Gotta go. And so we're watching. I'm like, just thinking, oh, and it looks like it's going to land on the house that we're in. Oh, no. And then all of a sudden, the plane turns into a spaceship. Oh, sweet. Spaceship crashes to the ground, not in some big, like, fiery kind of thing. Like, it just kind of makes an, imp- like an imprint? Yeah, it just... 
uh. like that. And it's and we're like, whoa. And I'm like, we got to go. We got to go make sure these people are okay. Sure. It's up to you and I for some reason. We run over to it. Ambulance is already there. And he goes, oh, glad you guys are here. You're here to help. We're like, Sweet. yeah. Yeah, we're yeah, here. Yeah, we're here to help. And then he's like, okay, uh, what do you want to drink? What do you mean? <laughs> he's like, well, whoever helps, uh, it gets to be a part of the open bar. Uh-huh. What do you Okay. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll get a bourbon. And you're like, yeah, I'll get a bourbon sure. too. The look inside. These, there's people in the spaceship. Just or I don't know if they're s- dead. People, aliens, something. Out, I have no idea. But the first responders are in no rush. Yeah, well, he's taking our drink order. Okay. And then they make our drinks, give us our drinks, and go, yeah, we'll get to them in a little bit. And we have drinks with the ambulance uh, paramedics. Yeah. And then I woke up. Oh. We never got to the spaceship. I never, I never got to go in. We never helped anybody. We just were a part of the open bar with the paramedics. I thought maybe you were having like, uh, like maybe you were seeing our our Hamilton night before Christmas there, because you know we were called into action. We were yeah. helping somebody out of a, a tough situation, and then we did have some drinks afterwards. So yeah. I thought maybe maybe you were tying all that in together. But uh, uh, it's uh, it's interesting, man. No, I haven't. Uh, I feel like I have not been dreaming lately. Not not anything memorable. Not anything that I've woken up and gone, oh, that's worth telling Matt about in the drive to work. I just Googled what does it mean to dream about an ambulance. Uh-huh. It says you may feel out of control of directional decisions mm. or may need to become more self-directed. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. What does it mean to dream about a spaceship, maybe? <laughs> Should I do that next? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, just in general... Uh, it may be journeying soon into a new territory for you. Oh, new territory. Whoa, I don't know about that. Okay. I'm, okay. I, 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 I'm a man of routine. I'd, <laughs> I'd like to keep that. I don't know. Do I say what is dream what, about drinking? What is it? What does it mean when you dream about your coworker three times in a week? <laughs> what does that mean? Okay, hold on. Let me just one sec yeah. here. Hold on. Oh, it says I'm sexually attracted to somebody. Hmm. One bourbon, one scotch. One Carl. Broadcasting from the White House of Rock, we're CHTZ, Nyack, Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. 6.09, I do want to let you know, Hits Nation, we have Alexis on Fire tickets to give away today. Beat the box office. Two pairs. I was just about to say. Yeah. Two pairs. Two different chances to win. Your first opportunity... God, let's say 20 minutes or less. Yeah. Right? Let's do one early. Yeah. Okay. Let's do one here and then one a little bit later in the okay. show. Yeah. I like it. So okay. if you want to win your way in to see Alexis on fire, Bud Stage. Sit tight. Pop opening for them. Nice. That'd yeah. be a great show. Yes. Okay. That shortly. Um, we've had a few different of these stories on the show, and mm-hmm. another one popped up. These always flabbergast me interests me blow me away it's another surviving at sea story oh yeah did you see the latest one this is the guy who had like uh it was like beef bouillon cubes and yeah, stuff like that man. Yeah. he was stuck out there for a long time a uh 47 year old man was rescued this week mm-hmm. or last week um by the Colombian navy after 24 days adrift at sea Oof. That's enough to start thinking some thoughts. Survived the ordeal by eating ketchup, garlic yeah. powder, and bouillon cubes. Not bad. That's, a, you know, when you hear the lost at sea dietary selections, this guy had a smorgasbord. <laughs> 
47-year-old man was rescued this week. Elvis Francois from the island nation of Dominica. Mm-hmm. Uh, just looking here. Uh, adverse weather conditions sent him adrift. Right. He had been making repairs on his boat when he was pulled out to sea. So it looks like he was on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. And the boat got pulled out. Yeah. Didn't have engine power. And he was just drifting. He had minimal navigational knowledge. Yeah. He found himself unable to maneuver back to shore. I had no food. There was a bottle of ketchup that was on the boat, garlic powder, and stock cubes. There you go. I mixed it with some water yeah. to survive 24 days. Oh. Uh, do, you, do you ever think like some of these survivors like compare stories, like come across each other and, oh, and no have doubt. a- and have like a chat about it, dude. What? How think long of, were you out there for? Twenty-four. Oh yeah. Of course. Mm. Think about it. This is how it works. I did when fifty. You, when you come across somebody who works in radio, yeah. What do you do? You share radio stories. Yep. You you know you, you're a drywaller. You come across another drywaller in another town. You probably swap stories. Yeah. That's what you do. So if you come across other survival folks, you, you swap the stories. Does twenty-four life, does twenty-four days get you into like the mid echelon of of survival at sea? I I think. I think anything over a week is probably yeah. impressive in those circles. Now you get what? What's that? You read a book? What, how, 438 that's days the one, right? is the book I read. Yeah, incredible. If you like, if you like survival tales, 438 days. Uh, you can get that wherever. I'm looking at Amazon.ca right now. It's uh, $16.70. Okay. Go ahead and uh, grab that one. Francois carved the word "help" on the hull of his boat, but it wasn't yeah. spotted by passing ships for weeks. Oh man. 24 days is enough time to, to get panicky. He said he had to bail out water multiple times to keep it from sinking. Yeah. Even lit a fire on his vessel to try and get attention of a nearby ship. So he saw ships. Yeah. But they never stopped to so, wonder if. Like, it's incredible. Like, you think about how can you not see him? Like, these ships are massive, man. Like, it's not, you don't, and the, I'm assuming what he ever he was on yeah. was incredibly no, small. Yeah. Final days, uh, he said he saw a plane. He had a mirror. He was trying to make signals. Yeah. Passed over the boat twice, realized they saw me, and that's when he eventually got rescued. Oh, man. 120 nautical miles northwest of Columbia is where they found him. 24. As you said, that's... Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to comprehend, you know, the keeping any kind of positive mind, not freaking out, not yeah. panicking too much. Being on the boat is better. Remember, you know, however many months ago, there was the guy who was in the the freezer. Yes. And he was in there for however many days. Bobbing in it, yeah. Yeah. That would be more terrifying, I think, mm-hmm. because, you know, the thought of that flipping over at yeah, any moment. Yeah, this guy did, at least he had his, his boat, his skiff, or whatever he had, yeah. but not much, man. Not much. That is just... 24 days, and you're just kind of trying to ration what you got, waiting for... An opportunity. How demoralizing would it be seeing a ship go by, a plane go by, and then the realization of they didn't see me? Yeah. That's got to be. Yeah. That has to be just. That's a tough one. You know. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. There they go. Would you ever eat ketchup again? Oh, probably. Is that a situation where you probably wouldn't not. eat ketchup again? Probably not, man. There'd probably be some like PTSD attached to bullion cubes and garlic yeah. powder and ketchup. Smell it in the kitchen. You transferred back to the boat. Right. Yeah. 
nothing has flavor again for the rest of your life? <laughs> no, we're eating straight, plain <laughs> whitefish the rest of the way here. <laughs> All right, let's uh, congrats to him. Shout out to him. That's yeah, amazing stuff. Incredible story. Let's take survival. a break. As we just said, Alexis on fire tickets about ten uh, ish minutes from now. Hold tight. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Lexi Turner from Metallica. It's 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, Wolf asking, bigger question about surviving <laughs> yes. 24 days in a boat. Matt, would you eat ketchup to survive? I I hate ketchup. Yeah. I think it's disgusting. But. I enjoy is... living yeah. more than I hate ketchup. Can you imagine you're in there in the oh. boat and you're just like, oh, not this, throws it overboard. <laughs> 12 oh, days later, God, oh, I wish. Love I, the crab juice. I wish, I wish I didn't throw that ketchup out. <laughs> like, yeah, it would suck. Yeah, of course. Gross as hell. I mean, the guy didn't have a great mix there. He's doing he's doing what he can with what he's got. Yeah. But he had something. What would be the ultimate not food, like, for you? Oh. Is there anything that you'd go, oh, man. Not not in a survival situation, yeah. no. The only, his, his lucky thing is none of his stuff was perishable. Yeah. Like bouillon cubes, ketchup, garlic powder, like all that stuff can last for decades. You think you're in you're in good shape there. You got like let's say you got eight bouillon cubes. What do you do? You you ration to one a day? Yeah, half. I guess half. Half a day. How much garlic powder are you pouring in your mouth? I mean you're trying to I would assume you're you're trying like hell to catch something. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Trying to lure anything in. Because if you can get even a couple ounces of protein, you've got a way to you got least, seasoning. You got seasoning. <laughs> God, you're just missing the main piece of the dish, aren't you? Oh, tough one. The saltiness of the garlic powder would just make you thirsty. It would make you thirsty. Surrounded by salt water. Yeah. So that that's tough. You're collecting rainwater yeah. and creating some kind of ketchup, bouillon cube, garlic powder slurry. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh man. Somebody mm. here said a bottle of sauerkraut going right overboard. <laughs> I'd rather die than eat this sauerkraut. Even I will take on the pickled cabbage in yeah. this situation. Yeah, <laughs> you will. You'll beg for it. Okay, uh, let's um, let's get a couple uh, contestants. Yeah, let's do that, man. We have some Alexis on fire tickets. Beat the away. box office. These guys, uh, it's Bud Stage, and it's in. Is it June? July? Something. You know, I don't remember. I July, they're in London. All right. So this... Let me double check. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the London show. This no. is the Toronto show. That's correct. Look, you get to go. We don't remember when it is. <laughs> I want to say September. I'm one click away from the date here. Hold on one second. June just, 16th. I was close. You were not. <laughs> June 16th, Bud Stage in Toronto. Beat the box office. Alexis on fire with Pop. You interested? Let's play around. Of Soper or Brown. This is where Matt will pull audio from the history of the show, from our pile, our bank of audio, yeah. and we'll make the I'll suggestion the to you. He'll read yeah. a statement, and you have to decide, was it Matt who said that, or was it myself? Okay. Let's get caller six and caller nine right now. 905-688-9797. Y'all battling. Southern Ontario's best rock and the Soper and Brown Show. Lincoln Park, Soper and Brown, 97.7. It's FM. Let's give away some Alexis on Fire tickets. Uh, a couple contestants ready to go. Let's start. Uh, contestant number one is Ryan in Vineland. Ryan, good morning, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Fantastic. Thanks for playing. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Alexis on Fire tickets beat the box office. And you're going up against Mike in Port Hope. Mike, good morning, man. How you doing? 
Good, good. How are you guys? Fantastic. Good, man. So, boys, here's how this is going to work. I'm going to read you some statements from the show, and you have to guess who said it. Was it Soper or was it Brown? We'll go back and forth. It's a best of seven series. If you get it correct, you get a point. If you get it incorrect, your opponent gets a point. First of four points wins. Ryan, makes sense? Yeah. And Mike, makes sense? Yep. Okay. So, uh, Ryan, since you were our first guy through, you're going to have the first uh, chance to guess. You ready, man? Yeah, I'm ready to go. The first statement. If you want to see us kiss, you got to pay for it. Was it Soper or was it Brown? I can say Brown. Brown. To the tape. If you want to see us kiss, you got to pay for it. Ooh. Point to Mike. I'm keeping score over here. Yes, please. Mike. Yep. Who said it? Whatever you think it is, it's bigger. Uh, Soper. Soper. To the tape. Whatever you think it is. It's bigger. Hey. There we go. There you go. Mike's up 2 nothing. Mike's winning this game so far. Uh, back to you, Ryan. Who said, got to show him a little snout, followed by pig noises? <laughs> I'm going to go with Brown again. Going Brown. I got to show him a little snout. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, you're on the board. <laughs> Mike. Yep. And then I think we got Crisco and lubed you up. Was it Soper or was it Brown? <laughs> uh, Soper. And then I think we got Crisco and lubed you up. There you go. Mike is up to three points. 3-1 three, yeah. is where we sit right now. Nice. Ryan, you need a hell of a comeback here, all right? Hey, some teams have come back. Lots of teams have come back from 3-1, okay? And we're going to Ryan again, right? Ryan yes, gets we're going to Ryan Okay, here. Ryan, to stay alive, who said, let it spray directly into your mouth? I'm going to say Soper. Let it spray directly into your mouth. There you oh, go, boy. Ryan's alive. So we're at 3-2. Mike, to you for the win. Was it Soper uh, or was it Brown that said, I want to engage and take this thing in? Or pardon me, I want to engage and take this whole thing in. <laughs> Brown. Brown? For the win. I want to like I want to engage and take this whole yeah. thing in. Uh, ah, there you uh, go. Well done, Mike. Mike and Port Hope. Y'all. All right, Ryan. I uh, appreciate you playing, buddy, but we do have to cut you loose, all right? All right, thanks, guys. Cheers, buddy. Awesome. See you later. Uh, Mike, hey. congratulations, buddy. Wicked. Well done. Uh, Lexus on Fire tickets. Lexus on Fire and Pop beat the box office. And June, 16th. June 16th. Yeah, That's man. amazing. Bud Thank stage you. in Toronto. Stay on the line with us and we'll get your information. Okay, buddy? Sounds good. I Cheers. appreciate it. Southern Ontario's best rock. 97.7 Hits FM. Congrats again goes to, uh, was it Mike? It was Mike who won, right? Yeah. Congrats again goes to Mike. Beat all the box office. All the way in Port Hope. That's right. Alexis on fire tickets. Unreal. Uh, another chance. Yeah, we'll do like 920-ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we, we got a bit, but later we'll on the show. Post-rapid fire. Yeah, later yeah. on in the show, we'll have another chance for you to win, and we'll have two more pairs to give away tomorrow as well.
Uh, I just had my mind blown. Mm-hmm. I actually meant to tell you this early this morning, then we Go got ahead. busy and uh, didn't get to it. Okay. So woke up this morning, and at some point last night, the power went out. Oh, your place? At right? our place, yeah, power went out. No, oh. Maybe the snow, no idea why, but the okay. uh, uh, clock was flashing on our, our stove. Right. So I'm like, oh, man, that's weird. And then I go, oh, that means, because I set my coffee to brew. Right. Right. And I, I go, oh, that means my coffee didn't brew. Hasn't started, yeah. Son of a, I'm going to have to do that. But I look over, coffee pot on, brewed. Oh. It had brewed. Sweet. Like, okay. But then I'm like. How the hell did that happen? What time did it go out? Do you know? Well, it had said, um, I think it had said 1.53 on the clock flashing. Okay. So, so you probably an didn't hour set- and 53 prior. Okay. Huh. And uh, that's when it came back on, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, how in the world? Did it know? Well, no, but how, like, if it, if the power went out, yeah. then there's no way that coffee could have brewed unless half the house went out. Is it possible that just like a breaker went? So that's kind of what I thought. Because I, I certainly didn't have any power outage last night. Everything was fine in my uh, end. So my wife just just texted me. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, at some point the power went out last night. Uh, uh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I know. It's like, but get this. For some reason, the stove went off, but the coffee pot didn't go off. How bizarre is that? She's like, oh, yeah, what happened is I woke up because our fridge does this thing that when the power goes out on it, it screams at you for a minute oh, to God. let you know that, oh, I'm back on now. <laughs> it just beep, beep for like a full minute. It's like, the oh, fridge hey. Does? Yeah, our fridge does that. Oh, my God. It's like, oh, hey, by the way, I, power was out, but I'm back. I'm back I'm now. I'm going to yell at you for a minute. No so matter what like, time it is. So she woke up to that, and the dog was like kind of like yeah. up in the kitchen, like, what the hell is going on? Turns out, Chelsea reset the coffee pot for me so the coffee would oh, go off. Oh, wow. What a yes, sweetheart. Yes, I know. I know. Talking about thinking on your feet. She was like, oh, I was already up, and I I knew your coffee wouldn't have went off, so I did it for you. Oh. What a sweetheart, right? I and mean, you thought it was magic. I thought it was some magical thing where only half the house went off. <laughs> Although a thoughtful wife in itself is a little bit magic. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yes. That's <laughs> like, well, I'm sorry I didn't think. You were the you were stepped. Up I wouldn't to the have thought there. that either. I would have thought just like through the miracle of like modern technology that it yeah. recognized what time it was somewhere and fired off. I spent the last two hours going, "Wow, my my coffee pot is incredible." Sipping your magic coffee. That's right. It was magic <laughs> wife instead. The Silver and Brown Show. Silver and Brown's Rush, ninety-seven-seven Hits FM. Uh, Carl, a couple of. Um, Food eating challenges that I wanted to throw your way. All right. Uh, one of which is I don't know if this is like an official record that was just broken, uh, but somebody uh, the, the the World Pie Eating Championships. <laughs> that's a thing. Well attended. World Pie Eating Championships uh-huh. took place in Manchester, England, over the weekend. Okay. Uh, Barry Rigby, which great name. <laughs> Oh, Barry Rigby, eating the pie. <laughs> very British name, isn't it? It is. I mean, the Beatles only have a song called Eleanor Rigby. Come on. Uh, they. Um, Barry, son of. He, <laughs> he devoured a meat and potato pie in just 35 seconds. Wow. Uh, it doesn't say exactly how big the pie is. <laughs> 35 seconds is, uh, you know, regardless of, uh, of size, it's pretty big. Did you ever, like, uh, as a kid or adult, did you ever take part in a speed-eating challenge? I'm trying to think. It doesn't, like, nothing stands out to me. I did once. I was a part of a watermelon-eating competition at some, like, county fair. 
County Fair. That's the best way I can yeah, describe sure. it. Yeah, sure, okay. You know what I'm uh-huh. talking about, those uh-huh. weird fairs. Yeah. And it was so much harder than I, like, imagined it to be. Yeah? I thought I could just typewriter across. I remember choking. <laughs> it was, I, I didn't even come close. Yeah. To like podiuming, right? No, we've we discovered that speed eating is not maybe not your thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then it was brought to my attention. Uh, I was talking with somebody at hockey, and they said, "You guys should try the Happy Meal Challenge." What's that? So it's a McDonald's Happy Meal: drink, fries, cheeseburger, and you got to try to eat it as fast as you can. What do you think the record is for that? There's a so world it, record. So, so, so it's a cheeseburger, a small fry, and a drink? Yeah, small drink. What you would get in, consistent in a Happy yeah. Meal. You don't have to eat the toy, luckily. Hmm. I bet it's under a minute. I bet it's under a minute. I'm going to say 52 seconds. See, this is what surprised me. Just 15 seconds. The burger's small. Is the world record. The, 15! The real problem is going to be trying to get all the fries into your mouth in like one handful. Like it's a coordination thing. Fold them up? Yeah, I guess so. In, down, burger, wash it. 15 is quick, though. Yeah. Really quick. It's insane. I certainly couldn't do it that quick. I'm looking uh, just to get your, your pie-eating record holder there. Yeah. Uh, he's a warehouse worker uh, in Britain. Uh, he's from Wigan. The pie was 12 by 3.5 centimeters. Uh, he, be, he beat 16 other rivals to take home the coveted Bradley Piggins trophy. Bradley Piggins? <laughs> Gus Chiggins? <laughs> Wiggins. This took place at Wiggins uh, Harry's Bar. He had also won this in 20, uh, 2009, 2014 as well. What is He's a case? three-time winner of the coveted Bradley Piggins Trophy. <laughs> Bradley Piggins Trophy. I'm going to name my fantasy team Bradley Piggins next year. That is... Is that one of the greatest names for a trophy you've ever... That's up there. Do you ha- have you? Can you see the trophy? What's it look like? can't see the trophy in the article that I'm looking at, but I will Google search Bradley Piggins trophy. I'm still waiting for my fantasy football championship belt. I'm still waiting for my payout. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't got that either. <laughs> I've Any fantasy football Pick. thing I've won has only been, it's been a trophy. I've never been able to celebrate with a title belt. I oh, tell you, you know I what? can't wait. The Bradley Piggins trophy is no joke. Wait, right, let me see. Look at this bad boy. Yo, it's a cup. That's a nice cup. Oh, man. That is a drinkable, winnable trophy. Yeah, you always want a trophy to drink out of. That's the guy, too. He's holding he's holding his meat pie and his that's trophy. That's Gus Chiggins? No, that's, uh, that's, uh, Barry, Barry, that's Rig- Barry Rigby. Barry Rigby. Holding the Bradley Piggins. <laughs> wow. Is it named after a guy, do you think? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. That sounds like a tag team that Demolition beat in about 35 seconds on wow. WBF Superstars back in the day. <laughs> do you think he celebrates by drinking gravy out of the trophy? Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> this is CHTZ. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. Just watch the uh, video of the guy doing the Happy Meal Challenge. Yeah. It's fast. The key is the fries. Yeah. He gets all the fries into his hand. In one hand. In, like, one, in one go. Yeah. He doesn't drop any, so he's not picking any up. That seems to be the key to the whole operation the burger's small the pop is a pop you can handle that but it's really the fries i think is the time consumer yeah so yeah good for him i guess sweet cool i don't think i'm i'm not doing it in any less than 30 i don't think you think 30 is 30 is like i'm for sure getting a 30 yeah too scared to choke are you yeah that's not my worry yeah your worry is not choking (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, it rarely is. It rarely is. Uh, I want to give a shout out really quickly before we move along to Mudcat Jer. Oh, great listener. Yeah, who uh, sent us a picture uh, the other day. Yeah, Mudcat Jer yeah. and Mrs. Mudcat. Uh, they got a new uh, pooch. Yeah, it's a, you know, sad story. They had uh, they had lost their dog of about ten years, and they were kind of bummed about it. And uh, I guess uh, Jer finally cracked on his way home from work one day, and and knew someone <laughs> who had uh, who had uh, a, a beagle, uh, a very like an eight week old mm-hmm. beagle, and so he went and he uh, he picked up this dog. And I guess they were booting around names. Jeff. They named it Jeff. <laughs> Jeff wasn't in there. Beverly! Uh, here it is here. So, yeah, their 10-year-old dog, Parker, they lost him uh, a couple weeks ago. And they were so they jokingly threw the name Carl out for the dog. So he goes to pick up this beagle. And it turns out the, uh, the people he was getting it from had been calling him Carlos, or Carl for short, yeah. the whole time they had him for yeah. no particular reason at all. So Mudcat Jared put it out in the world and wanted to get Hits Nation's opinion on it. Do they crowdsource a fresh name, or does the Beagle remain a Carl? I think it. I actually think it should be Carlos. Sure. I think Carlos as a dog name. Carlos the Beagle is awesome. Yeah, I think so too. And I call you Carlos all the time. All the time. I think Carlos is a great dog name. I think it's totally fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of personality there. Yeah. I love it. You're a little Beagle, a little Beagle boy. Carlos. Carlos is an awesome It's dog a good name. one, yeah. I threw it up on my stories a couple of days ago. Yeah, Maybe I'll, I'll uh, repost yeah. it there, and uh, you guys can have a look at uh, Mudcat Jair's new beagle. Do um, do you think Carlos would enjoy a quesadilla? I think you'd love one. A rock and roll quesadilla. Uh, you'd absolutely love one. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, shout out to you guys. It was a cute-ass dog. That's a really cute oh dog. Oh, my God. And good for you. I know it's always tough. It's like, oh, yeah, we lost a pet. It's always like, it feels like you have to have like a grieving period or something. Yeah. If you want a dog and a dog completes the household, you go get a dog. There's a lot of dogs that need good homes. Yeah, no doubt. And Mudcat Jerry and Mrs. Mudcat are good people. So, yeah. yeah. Carlos the dog. Enjoy Carlos the beagle. So, Burn Brown 977 hits FM. I got a message on Instagram. Yeah. said, if I send you guys a happy meal, are you willing to try the challenge? I'd try the challenge. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah I'd yeah. give it a go. If, sure. you, if you skip the dishes... Two happy meals to the White House of Rock. Yeah, I'll absolutely we'll give it a go. If, if it's a burger, do you want no ketchup on yours? I would do, you pref- want, do, you to, do you have to specify? I would prefer, but look, I'll do. I'm gonna do the challenge. If somebody sends it and there's ketchup, uh, it is what it You're is. You're gonna bear with it. I'll have to do what I gotta do. All right. The idea of two happy meal boxes arriving, arriving at the front steps. Ooh, I wonder what the, the toy is right now. <laughs> Ooh, good points. I have not been like inside a McDonald's in forever. The uh, and I have no idea what you walk by, they have a little display or whatever. Yeah, the uh, the kids, this was like maybe about a year ago, got Happy Meals, mm-hmm. and the toy was just like a little like picture book. Yeah. And then we're thinking, that's lame, it's so lame, that's the lamest thing ever compared to like the incredible like Batman and Robin glassware yeah. that would occasionally be available when we were kids. Yeah, like, uh, Sonic toys were a big thing, although my daughter's out of the Happy Meal realm now, yeah, for right? Sure, She's yeah. stepped up to a bit of a bigger meal, yeah. Marsh is still, he still likes the toy. Uh-huh. He doesn't have much of an appetite, so the Happy Meal works for him, but go. he's still a team toy all day. Yeah. There was po- Pokemon stuff was pretty big there for a little bit. That was good. I remember the, uh, remember the uh, NHL All-Star Muppets? Remember that when you were I a kid? I don't remember that. Might have been a little, no. might have been a little bit, uh, maybe I'm, I'm a little bit feeling old here, but yeah, it was, uh, they had like these full Muppets with the NHL All-Star jerseys on them. They were so cool. 
Looks the best. Lo- looks like the current Happy Meal toy may be Super Mario it's stuff. Some Mario related, yeah. That's uh, somebody just texted. Yeah, because that there's that new movie coming <laughs> Look out. Look at the textures. We got a bunch. Of, that's right. There is a new movie coming out. Yeah, right. Yeah, that makes sense. You excited for that or not excited? Uh, not excited. Yeah, it not, does nothing for you. No. I will say I'm interested. I've always like I've enjoyed the games and stuff. I've, I've rarely, rarely ever have I played you know Mario Kart or like Super Mario back then and gone, wow, I wish this was a movie. It has just never come to me. I get why they're doing it. Yeah. And I think there's potential because of how many characters there are and we've all played the stories. Right. But the the trailers (laughs) and stuff that I've seen. Didn't do anything for me. Super excited me. I could see the kids wanting to go see. I could see me. Yeah. You know, seeing it. Seeing it via. Yeah. Yeah. I could. But I'm not. It hasn't pulled me in, I would say. I'm with you. I, I have no. Yeah, I'm, I'm in that range where the nostalgia should be present for me, and it's not. Uh, it's not doing. Oh, it for the me. NHL goalie helmets. Yes, the goalie helmets were oh, phenomenal. I loved. Were those were those Happy Meal toys, or did they just have those? I can't remember. They were cool though. I feel like those were just perfect, like mid nineties. Oh, when I, the masks were good, like Cujo, Kirk McLean. Collected them. Ones. I remember I had them on my window. I can I can picture yeah. where I kept them in my room. Yeah, I still in my in my last work office had a Kirk McLean one that oh, I really? kept on the shelf there. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was awesome. Is these, that these are the Muppet ones here? Let's these see. guys remember these? Okay, is that, is that ringing think, a bell for? Them? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, what you're saying is they used to be badass, and now it's not as much. What do you think goes down as the greatest Happy Meal toy of oh, all time? Oh, that's. That's a large discussion. I would have to research that. For me, it was like, for me, it was always the hockey stuff, right? Okay. Like anything related, even still, I'm I'm the sucker who goes through the Tim's drive-through and I'm like, I'll have a couple of hockey cards, please. Yeah. It was anything sports related for me was always, always the top of the charts, even as a you know seventy year old. Do you remember they did a, like a red cup one time? I don't remember the red. Yeah, cup. it was no. just a red cup with a with a, with a an Here's M a on cup. it. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna have to research this. The, yeah, maybe you know what? That's that. Maybe that's a future draft. Yeah, down the line. Ooh, that's, that's a real a, research. That's, that's a deep dig. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's you're not going off the cuff for that one. We could also uh, mailbag on Monday. That's not bad. We could kind of roll that back over. Mm-hmm. There yeah. you go. I'm gonna ha- we're gonna have to do extensive yeah. Google searches. Best Happy Meal toy of your youth. Yeah, we'll take those for the mailbag on yeah. Monday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of your uh, calls and and your comments, your feedback machine is mm-hmm. coming up. We'll do that in less than uh, ten minutes to type. Matt Silver, Carl Brown, Aaron. Nine oh five. Six eight two nine seven nine seven. You call the machine anytime. And the machine is brought to you by our dear friends, our talented friends at Tootsie's Tune Up. Whether you want uh shave, maybe a little foot care, maybe a cold beer, one five three Scott Street, corner of Scott and Lake and St. Catharines, or give them a call nine oh five nine three four four eight nine nine Tootsies.ca. That's Tootsies with a Z dot C A is where to find them. In the digital realm. <laughs> what are you, 79? I am. <laughs> www.http <laughs> full colon double slash. You're tangled. What are you doing on, over I'm there? Tangled. I'm back. Kay. Let's start. Uh, we're going to hear from the snowplow dudes. I've got 97.7 on. We're doing mm. the snow shift right now. It is just after 2 a.m. Got the boys out, 
rocking some 97.7. And I just wanted to let everybody know I'll always take the quesadilla. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I heard from uh, our dear friend, Large Lonely Robert, who's been out plowing in Burlington DLB. since about, yes, uh, since about 9 p.m. Uh, last night. And Lenny did mention in her traffic there, but the QEW 40 rebound in the Grimsby area, yeah. apparently a sheet of ice. We're looking oh, at like really? multiple collisions, QEW 40 rebound uh, in the Grimsby area. So really, if you're coming that way, really be cautious, like super, super cautious. Yeah, this this morning, uh, the best way to describe it, it was just it was crunchy. Yeah. And Icy I, and crunchy. I think it's got worse since we've come in. Oh. Clip it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, let's do this. <laughs> yes. When you buy a BMW, do you have to apply for your permit not to use your turn signal, or does that just come with the car when you buy it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just uh, they just don't come equipped with them. Is that what it is? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have to ask. I think I think my brother-in-law has one. Oh it's yeah. It's like an older one. He like he's like a he likes to fix his cars and fiddle with stuff. So I wonder if he's. Uh, I wonder if he's a turn signal guy. I was gonna say you gotta get. Uh, I have to ask him. God, how brutal. he seems he, like Andrew's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. He's a he seems like a turn careful signal man. Guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would it bother you if you found out he wasn't a turn signal guy? Deeply, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lana, what have you done? Uh, oh, this guy wanted to uh, call with another weird kind of number story. Hey, Carl. You know how the number two thirty-seven always pops up in your life. Well, I've got a number that pops up in my life, and I absolutely hate it. The number 26. Why, you ask? My ex-girlfriend has her birthday on the 26th. There's a lot of things I will not do if 26 is in that number. I will not dial someone's phone number if 26 is in the number. Hmm. And I will not turn my radio on up to volume 26 in the car. (laughs) Is that right? Anyone else have any weird numbers? <laughs> yeah, because yours is two thirty-seven. Just I seems just, to pop up. All I the just time. see it in pattern, and it's probably because my, you know, my eyes are looking for it. Like I said, it yeah. was the uh, it was the time that we got dismissed from uh, from uh, Brookswood Secondary, yeah. my high school that I went to, which is a weird, super weird time yeah, weird. to be dismissed at. Be, to be right? freaked out by twenty-six. That is As that a, is a random. Yeah, one. it's fairly right? common. That is like thirteen. You've heard. Yeah, sure. I know in but some cultures, has, like the number four and the number eight mean certain things. 26 is so random. If it has significance for you, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's a tougher one to avoid. You just won't. Uh, it should be a text. Sorry, can't. Can't. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to text you. Not now. <laughs> Get not a new today. number and then we'll talk. <laughs> uh, yesterday on the show, we heard from a woman uh-huh. who said that she put into her calendar a reminder oh, yes. to call us about a vending machine. But she couldn't remember why she did it. Just that we asked her to do it. Mm. We put, we said January twenty fifth. Call us about the vending machine. Uh, so we thought maybe this had something to do with our podcast from last year, right? Because we talked about vending machines January twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. And I double checked, and yeah, there was a note in the podcast description. Uh, Caitlin, uh, our friend uh, who keeps some notes for us. Who did get to hear Thunder Snow. She went back and listened to the podcast to try to find out what it meant. So I took a listen to the podcast, and and for the life of me, I cannot hear any reasoning as to why you would ask somebody of Fitz Nation to set a reminder on their phone. 
So nothing. So nothing that said like nothing. calendar reminder. Let's look back at this in a year. Nothing. Nothing to do with that. Huh. The okay. mystery remains. It does. Why did we have her write down vending machine <laughs> and to call us? I I truly no idea. I truly don't even have like a, a morsel of no. a thought to go off of. No, I I've got can't none. Think about it. Hmm. I don't know if it has to do with hours. One that they were potentially going to see. I looked, did did I they looked, go to Japan, maybe? Maybe. Because I looked, we were talking about, um, yeah, I guess that's the time we were talking about, like, did, maybe that was the time I did the cake from the yeah. vending machine at uh and we started talking about weird vending machines around the world. Yeah. Were they maybe going to visit Japan, and we wanted them to call us oh, and say, on. did you see a weird vending machine? No clue. Maybe? That's make, the best I have. Make it up so Matt has an answer. Yeah. The boy needs an answer. It's true. He can't leave things open. God, it's true. I forgot about it the second the show was over, <laughs> but Matt needs an answer. So give us a call. Let's finish with something for you, Carl. Go for um, it. Wrestling trivia. Oh, good. This person wanted to call and try to stump you. Now, here's the thing. A, they didn't leave an answer, so I can't tell you if you're right or wrong. <laughs> and B, they also hung up almost halfway through the question. I. It's so vague. I don't okay. even know how you can possibly get it, but let's see how you do. Hey, morning, guys. Uh, talking to the old man today, and he reminded me of a childhood memory, so I thought I would call in and uh, give Mr. Brown there some wrestling trivia. So, what iconic WWE match type has its, has its debut with local ties? And then that was it. Oh. So, a WWE match type that has its debut with local ties to the Niagara region? I, I guess. I don't know. So my only assumption here is he's talking about the Royal Rumble. How the, so? The Royal Rumble comes up this weekend. It's it's everybody's kind of favorite event of the year from from WWE. But the yeah. first ever one, it wasn't on pay-per-view. It was live on it, or not live, but it was on NBC, and it took place in Hamilton. It was, it was, it was, it was shot and filmed at the Cops Coliseum in Hamilton. The first ever Royal Rumble first happened ever Rumble, in the Hammer? Yeah, was in Hamilton. It was a, it was a special on NBC in place of Saturday night's main event. And it was a 20-man Rumble, and it was won by Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Cops Coliseum. Really? Yeah. The whole thing was, so they were doing Saturday night's main event. Uh, they had that relationship with NBC all through the 80s. It, was, it would fill in like once every six weeks or whatever when SNL was off. And um, Dick Ebersol, who was the guy in charge of NBC, said, I really need a special for January. And Vince had his year laid out, and he's like, I don't know what to do. I got nothing for it. And eventually, it was Pat Patterson, a Montreal wrestler who went on to be in the creative process. So Obviously. First Intercontinental Champion. Yep, of course. And uh, Vin- Vince finally relented and said, Pat, why don't you tell Ebersol your idea for that stupid match? Because Vince didn't think it was a good idea. Uh. And Patterson told him, and Ebersol's like, so there's a countdown. And like a new guy comes in every however long, like the intervals, the countdown, he could see how it would be such a great fit for television. So you believe that that jumbled mess of a trivia thing he left, that's your, you think that's what he's I believe about? he's discussing the first Royal Rumble from the Cops Coliseum in January of 88. I'm going to say you're correct. <laughs> well done. He's done it again, folks. I can't think of any other match type that made his debut locally here. That would, that would make sense. You so it's got to be that. You won. 905-682. Did you like the backstory? 9797 is beautiful. You call the machine anytime. The Silver and Brown Show. 977 hits FM. So we had um, a guy leave wrestling trivia on the machine. Yes, we did. But it was also vague and, and kind of all over the place. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it really was. Brown, there's some 
wrestling trivia. So, what iconic WWE match type has its has its debut with local ties? Then he hung up. <laughs> he, he did hang up. Yeah. He texted in. Yeah. He said, "Ah, that was me. I I forgot to call back." Mm-hmm. Turns out, Carl only needed half the question. He was correct. Yeah. <laughs> It was about the Royal Rumble happening in Hamilton. And it's funny, he texted in, actually, and, and, and said, uh, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's exactly what I was looking for. He asked me, he said, who did Jim Duggan, and you want to go ahead, you no, can I ask me. I was just about to say, he then asked, who, because you said Jim Duggan was Hacksaw the- saw Jim Duggan was the winner, winner. the inaugural Rumble. He, he said, who was first out, and who did uh, Duggan eliminate? Yeah. One and two were uh, Bret Hart and Tito Santana, start of the match, and Duggan won last eliminating- the OMG, and no, not Anthony and the Cleaning Company. I'm talking about specifically the one-man gang. Yeah. Now, and interesting- you got that correct as well. <laughs> interesting thing, too, uh, as you you and the kids are going to the, the Soper family is coming to Camp Brown on Saturday for this year's Royal Rumble. Yeah. And we're going to introduce the kids to Rumble Squares, which is as simple as it sounds. We're going to put 30 squares, each with an assigned number, on a piece of you know uh, construction paper. We're going to tear up some numbers. Everybody gets five, and those are your entrants. So into, whatever number, like let's say so you if pick out number 12. If you had number 12 and number 12 wins the Rumble, you win the entire pot, which is going to be 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that each. And we had a call the machine. The guy said uh, he has a real aversion to number 26. Yeah. Last night, I was telling my daughter about this whole Royal Rumble thing, mm-hmm. and she thought you have to predict. And no. she went, she said, oh, no. she said, I predict that wrestler number 26 wins the Rumble. Interesting. So, is Emma cursed? Now- Is Emma cursed? In, so, she said number 26? Yeah. I'll tell you this. There has never been a winner Ooh. from the number 26. Really? There have been several from the 27 spot, several from the 24 spot, and even one from the 25. But there's never been an entrant from the 26 spot in the Royal Rumble that mm. has won. It was cursed. It must be cursed. Or she's cursed. Potentially as well. This guy thinks she's cursed. That guy absolutely knows. What does that guy do today? It's January 26th. Oh, God, it is. What do you do? Oh, calling sick. Yeah? I guess so. You don't get out of bed? Your ex is really occupying some space yeah. in the brain. Isn't she's it? living rent free, man. You need man. to clear that out, brother. Have a, Go and have a great day on the 26th. That's what you do today. Get laid on the 26th. Go to the movies on the 26th. That's how you, like, cleanse yourself. Yeah. You need a good 26 blowout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever the name of the podcast today. <laughs> it's Big Wreck. That song, Soper and Brown. Soper and Brown Show. It's 97.7. It's FM. All right, Brown. It is Thursday, which means draft day. <laughs> we are. This week's is so interesting, dude. Getting I, set, yeah. Last week's, uh, you know, something that is blue, or it was, uh, was pretty wide open. Mm-hmm. This week... If you listen, if you heard the tease yesterday, we're drafting smells. It's the smell draft. The smell draft. That's incredible. I am incredibly interested to see what direction this goes. This smell draft can be like this to me is so like it's such a personal thing that it's it's almost it's going to be it's going to be tough to vote on. It's going to be tough to determine a winner. And I don't think, I said to you earlier, I don't think first overall dominates this draft topic. Much like the when we had the Mike draft, it's like once you got Jordan on your list, it's kind of tough. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Same this, thing with uh, uh, Christmas movies. Christmas Vacation was a clear wait. Once you got lampoons, yeah, was a, yeah, that's a that's a Bedard level draft where it's that, and then there's the next year, right? Smell draft. I mean, that's anything. <laughs> there's so anything much. at all. There's so much. So let's take a few minutes. Mm-hmm. I've got a list here in front of me. That I, I'm gonna draft I have from. a list as well. I have a. I'm curious. I, I created a list of about like twelve to fifteen things to draft from. And I'm to curious see where too you if we. Um, if we even tr- uh, double up, I was like, say, will there be that moment where you go, "Oh, I wanted that"? Yeah, I don't know if it'll be a spot where you get sniped for your yeah. pick because it just could be so, so weird. So All I've right. got, I've got my lineup. Okay, you work on yours, and yeah, we'll draft in ten minutes. That is Soundgarden, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. It's a Soper and Brown show, and it's draft day. Who will be outshined? Oh. I lose the draft because of a terrible (laughs) draft. So the Soper and Brown draft every Thursday. And this week. Hell of a topic. I'll be, I wrote down so many things and I want all of them. (laughs) I want them all. I don't even know how I'm going to narrow it down. I saw somebody in the text box said, because this is so wide open, you guys almost should add another round to it. We would, but we already have a graphic created. Yeah. And it's only got four rounds in it. And I feel like if we open up that possibility, we're going to yeah. do it. Uh, yeah, no. you, you could go. There's got to be rules. You could go 10 deep on this. There's got to be rules. Yeah. Or else it's anarchy. It's the best smells draft. Smells. Okay. Sniffs. Your favorite smells. Yeah. 977-977. You can draft along. And we take turns. We go back and forth on who goes first. You had the first overall pick in our things that are blue draft. Yeah. Yes, I did. Last week. I selected bodies of water. That's right. Mm-hmm. So uh, I will uh, I will go first. Very well. This weekend, make sure you uh, listen in for the John Roundtable Breakdown. John always does a roundtable and a breakdown of the draft each week. Post the audio up, hitsfm.com With if you miss the show. Every one of his personalities. <laughs> John, John, and the other John. Yeah, the Johns. Yeah. All right, you ready to do this, man? I'm ready, buddy. You got first pick. Where are you going? In the best smells draft, there's a few I was looking at, but I think there's one that rings true to me mm-hmm. that I don't think this smell will ever, uh, will I ever get tired of it? Yeah. And I think it, for a lot of people, this would also be their first overall pick. Yeah, I, I got to go brewed coffee. Yeah, totally I, fair. I got to go brewed coffee. A totally fair first round pick here. Absolutely. It's a beautiful smell. Chels, not a coffee drinker, but- loves when I make my coffee in the morning yeah. before I leave the house. They should come downstairs with the smell of brewed coffee, even oh. though she's not going to partake in said coffee. It's intoxicating. It's intoxicating, and I just felt that there was no other way I could go but that. So for my first pick, first overall pick in the 2023 Best Smells Draft, mm-hmm. I got brewed coffee. Okay, my first pick, I'm going to go with something that Chelsea and I in our household simply call the, that smells good. Because that is exactly what I say anytime I wander into the kitchen and smell the waft of garlic, onions, and oil mm. in the frying pan. Fried garlic and Fried onions. Fried garlic and onions yeah. in the pan. Whatever that is. That I don't, good, she, good. she could be working on something entirely different. That smells good. What are you working on? I got to come in and see. I got have to I have to go and investigate. It's the same it's every the same time. thing I've seen every single time. It's never different. It's exactly that. I'm wondering, oh, it does smell good, though. It's a so good pick. Go. That's number one. It's a good pick. 
I, I, I can't fault you on that whatsoever. Yeah. Not, not where I expected you to go. Okay. Actually, where'd you think I would go? And I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that this is still on the board. I thought you were going to go with some kind of a baked good. Oh, okay, sure. A bakery smell of some some way, shape, or form, and I'm going to narrow mine down with my second overall pick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go fresh baked cookies. Okay. Fresh baked cookies. Totally fair. Just, Again, you, it's tough to have a wrong answer in this draft. It's a good one. You uh, you get a whiff, and God, you want to eat five of them. <laughs> you true. just want to you want to devour. Mm-hmm. A fresh baked cookie. You walk into a bakery and you, oh, you you know what I'm talking about. One of these days post show, I'm gonna every Friday as you do a little pickup at uh, Delatere Bakery, not yeah. too far from the station here. Bring something home and for Saint the weekend. Catherine's, bring yeah. some, yeah, bring some croissants home, something for the weekend to snack on along with your you know, morning coffee. Mm. I gotta I gotta bring you by there one day. You'll love it. Yeah, it is a Matt Sober kind of place, mm. big time. Mm. Uh, second pick for my list. I am going. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna step back here. I'm gonna step back a month. Okay. I'm going to step back into the month of December, and my pick is a real Christmas tree. Wow. That smell. In the second, th- second round. That smell of fresh pine when you go into someone's place who's got the real Christmas tree. There's a reason that Christmas tree farms still thrive and exist. Man. And it's because of that smell specifically. I love our, I love our tree. I would not go through the hassle of the fake tree, the constant sweeping of the pine needles, all that stuff, the watering. Pain in the ass. Yeah. But the smell of that tree is remarkable, mm. and it's my second round pick. Not I, I, man, for a guy who has been anti Christmas a lot of his life. We're expecting that one on there, were you? I really wasn't. Oh. That is a twist I did not see coming. Mm-hmm. The garlic and onions I can get, sure. and the real Christmas tree is a totally fine smell. But from you, yeah, I know. of all people, there's things I do love about the season. I just don't like having things to do. Period. (laughs) End of conversation. Okay. All right, number three, what do you got? To kick off the third round, I feel like this is a statement we've all made Mm -hmm. at one point in our lives. We're going, you went with a season, you went back to December, you went winter. For me, I'm going to the summer. You're going to flip the calendar forward. We've all, you you either get out of your car, you walk in your backyard, and you go, oh, someone's barbecuing. Someone's grilling. Oh, <laughs> someone's got something on uh-huh. the grill. Yeah. So very simply, my third pick, it's going to be barbecue. And it can't be your yard either. It's got to be coming from somebody else. The drift of somebody oh, else's oh, someone's burgers grill. on the grill. It can yeah. be anything. You all, you it's know the pick. smell. Yep. That's right? Exactly what you're talking and about. we've all made that statement at one point in a our lives. A smell that may make you alter your dinner plans yeah. that you've laid out. You know what? I think we should barbecue tonight. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So for my third pick, yeah. Give me barbecue. You know, this is a rather a, a bit of a summery one as well, uh, a summer seasonal kind of thing. And I am going to go in the third round. You went hot food. I'm going cold here. Okay. I'm going with the smell of a fresh waffle cone. A smell of a waffle cone? Yeah. If you've been to, you know, whether it's Avondale Dairy Bar, wherever it is, uh, I don't know. You, you eat so much healthier than I do that I yeah. don't know if this is in your life as much as it is mine. The smell of a fresh waffle cone that's come off you know what they they lay it over the thing it heats up it forms right there in front of you and then you smell it the waffle cone smell is now, my third pick i've had waffle cones yeah they're delicious but sure i can't think of like a dis it's the smell doesn't stick in my brain well it's my list yeah and it's a great smell 
Textbox can either back me up or dunk on me for that one. But the fresh waffle cone, if you've been to, like, think about when you're wandering through, uh, whether it's the, the, you know, Canadian Exhibition, whether it's Playland back in the, whether, whatever you're walking through, a country fair, you mentioned a, uh, a country fair earlier. You walk by and they've got the, the stand there where they're doing a fresh waffle cone. That smell, that vanilla uh, kind of smell to it, it's so good. That is a wild pick. <laughs> that is, you want to talk about outside yeah? the box. Yeah, well, that's. I'm I'm curious to even know what your fourth, if that's not your fourth round. Fourth, fourth pick is, into, is is even wilder, and I know it's no, not one you're going to take. So. What? Go ahead. Round four. Waffle cone. The yeah. waffle cone. Is somebody back her, I, don't, I can't even think of what it smells like. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, yeah. I, I may be going a little bit off the board as well with mm-hmm. my fourth round pick. But I feel like it had to make the and and again, there's so many options here. Yeah. There's so many good picks that are going to be left off the team. Oh God! Like I said I had a list of like 15 things I had written down that I had to choose four from. I am going to choose the tennis ball can. <laughs> okay. Pop the top. Yeah, and that first whiff that, of yeah. There is okay. something about it. You now, don't get to smell that often. I now but I also, you know what I'm talking about. I also think this is like that's remarkably off the board, but I can vibe with it. I get it. I know that's Wilson like break green tennis yeah. balls, open it up. Oh, yeah. The tennis ball smell okay. is intoxicating. Number four for you. Last pick of the draft. That's here. right. The, look, Mr. Irrelevant, we're you're leave, Brock Purdy. We're leaving so much stuff off the list, but it's my list. Last week when we were doing the, your, the you know things that are blue, you had to put the Cowboys jerseys on there, right? Yeah, yeah, you had yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. have to put this on my list. It okay. will not be. It will not appeal to the rest of his nation, but I'm putting it on my list, and it may cost me this draft. But at number four, it's my dog's chest. <laughs> it's, you're taking Walter. It's Walter's stinky little chest. You're taking Walter's. It's chest. the first thing I do when I get home today. He's got his little pink blanket that he's marinating in right now. <laughs> And I will pick up that sweet wiener dog boy of mine, and I will huff that dog's chest. Oh. It smells so good. What does it smell like? I don't know. I couldn't even tell you. It's beautiful, though. <laughs> and that's what I'm picking. I am taking Your dog's chest. my dog's chest as my fourth overall pick. That is <laughs> incredible. That's where I'm going. Not even close to what I thought you would it take. smells like a little corn chip. Hmm. Wow. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) My dog's chest at number four. Okay. I got brewed coffee, fresh baked cookies, barbecue, and the tennis ball can. Garlic and onions in the pan, fresh Christmas tree, waffle cone, and my dog's chest. 977-977. What did we miss? Who got the win? Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Silver and Brown Show. It's FM. As you can imagine, the reaction is coming in hot yeah. and heavy. After another Soper and Brown draft, the best smells draft. I'll run it down one more time here on Matt's list, uh, going one through four. Brewed coffee, fresh baked cookies, barbecue, and the fresh can of tennis balls. Mm-hmm. Over on my list, fried garlic and onions, the real Christmas tree, the waffle cone, and my own dog's chest. Two, your, your round three and round four picks. Yep. Very, um, well, you went off the board. And I went. Complete. You went for the guys that you believed in. You I stood went, on the table yeah. and said, 
These are my players. I went completely internal. Yeah. You wanted these players. These are my guys. And your job is going to live and die by this. Oh, yeah, that's they, okay. If they get in the league and, and produce, yeah. you look like a great scout. Yeah, or I'll be it, I'll be assigned to the ECHL yeah. to be watching the... If these players play in the AHL for their whole careers, yeah. I'll, yeah. Yeah. It's you're putting your whole scouting li- look, life on the line here. Look, I'll say I'll say early early feedback is certainly leaning soper on this one and that's okay. That's okay. I don't mind being wrong on this because my job actually doesn't well, I don't think it relies on it. Oh. Do I get fired for a bad list? Oh yeah. Oh good. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run down some of the um some of the sure. smells that are coming in. Some um, of the ones we can say. Yeah. A lot of votes for bacon. Yeah, we have, okay. a, we have an opinion on this. Yeah, you, you go ahead. Yeah, state this because I think you're absolutely correct. We don't we, both need to say it. We both love bacon. Yeah, of course. And well, bacon is cooking great. Yeah. The problem for me with bacon, holy hell, does that smell linger in your house? Thick. It's great for when, hours after. Great when you've made it, right? You're making breakfast. It's awesome. Maybe you got to go a little run around. Maybe you got to take the kids to a sporting event. Yeah. Whatever. You leave the house three, three and a half hours. You come back. Your house still smells heavy with bacon. That's the problem. For and me. by that time, I'm not that into it. Yeah. I also don't make it a pillar of my personality. So bacon's out. Yeah. Uh, I like this one. Text came in and said, "New video game smell." Out of the wrapper mm. when you first open the case. I had and I was closed. That that number four spot could have been. Fresh wrestling figure, Ooh. especially when you're a kid. Because I do, I open it up. If you watch, like this, uh, Zach Ryder, he used to be with uh, WWE, does a, a wrestling toy blog, and he's, he always talks about letting him breathe. You yeah. open up that figure, and the first thing he does takes <laughs> the plastic or the the rubber, yeah. whatever it is. I it was does. very close to choosing um, the the new book or the new magazine. Oh, smell. yeah, fresh pages. Yeah, I fresh was very pages. close to choosing that one. Uh, we did have people backing me up in the waffle cone, so I appreciate yep, yep. that. Good work. Uh, a lot of people suggesting cut grass. How'd you miss cut grass? Yeah, I, I just, I don't enjoy it. Cut, it's fine. Cut, cut grass to me smells like the chore. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like what I have to do. It also makes me sneeze quite a bit. So, oh, okay. You got uh, that problem. Yeah, I, I'm out on that. I like this one. Smell of racing fuel at Merrittville on a summer mm. night. Yeah, I was, uh, uh, John took me out to uh, uh, Osh Weekend for a sprint car race last summer on like a Monday night. And I will say the smell of the, like the clay track and the cars and stuff, it, it brought back a lot of memories from, from childhood. Uh, multiple votes for popcorn. Yeah. So here's the outlier for me on that one. I worked at a movie theater for years, and that is a smell that also sticks to you. Not that I hate it, no. but it does transport me back to working at a movie theater, and it loses a bit of its magic. I will join you on that in that a, uh, uh, I dated a girl who worked at a very busy movie theater, mm. and she had what I refer to very simply as... Her butter pants. <laughs> and her butter pants were called that because they smelled so much like movie theater butter. You could wash them a hundred times in the hottest water with the most suds. Yeah. And there was no getting out that smell of <laughs> movie theater popcorn and butter. So I'm with you on that. One miss, and I, I contemplated putting this in, and I think this is a uh, divisive choice in the sense of I think some people love it and some people mm-hmm. hate it. What about gasoline? Yeah, yeah, I think it's... I'm, yeah, I'm a fan. Totally fair. I'm a fan of yeah. the gasoline smell at a gas station. I liked it a lot more when I didn't have to pay as much for it. Yeah, that sucks now. When I'm there now, it's yeah. just like, I, I, the, the smell is good, and then watching as it goes like 60, 70, 80 is not as good, and is now something I resent more than I enjoy. That's a fair point. Uh, another miss here, so what about campfire? Campfire, to me, falls under the same category as bacon and popcorn, in terms of a smell that sticks to you. 
It's, it's great while it's happening. Great when you're in the moment. But if you're on day two, day three of that camping trip, or if you've got home from a fire night at a buddy's, and you still have that scent that's oh, you on wash you. wash everything. Everything, like, to me, everything, like, once I get home, no matter how, what condition I'm in, like, I'm starting to load a wash, and I'm having a shower before yeah. I crawl into bed. Has to happen. So it drops it a bit on the list. Good smell while it's happening. Yeah. It drops because it lingers. Stays yeah. too long at the party. Okay, uh, you can see the full list. Instagram at 97.7 Hits FM and uh, Hits FM Facebook as well. Let us know what we missed over there. Tom Petty. It's the Soper and Brown Show. Hey. July Talk, 97.7 Hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. Uh, we're going to get to Carl versus the world in a second. What did you say? There's one that we... Uh... I was upset that neither of us took scent of a woman just so we could play this. Hoo-ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. It's not bad. I thought Wafflecomb would get more love. Matt's running away with the votes on this one, but uh, I'm still happy with my list. It was true to myself. I'm hungry now. I want to smell my dog. I want cookies, ice cream. I want garlic and onions. Waffle cone. Waffle, sure. I want to eat... Everything together. I do like the one, one person said. <laughs> Coffee grounds. Uh, the last pick. So Matt took balls and Carl took a wiener. You got her. That's right. Yep. You listened to the show before? Mm-hmm. Huh? Aggressively penis. That's the show. Somebody bring some food. Please. Anybody drop off some food right now? We have audio projects to do after work. <laughs> we're going to be here for a little bit. All right. We're going to get to Carl versus the world. Uh, we're doing Carl Feud. 3-0. Three. Three and oh. Untouchable. Dude. Unbeatable this Killing week. Killing it. I'm going 4-0. Oh. Um, if you want to battle. We'll take caller six and caller nine right now, 905-688-9797. We got $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw. Let's go. Now, now it's, time, it's time for Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. Carlos Brown. Now. Three and oh on the week. I've been killing it when it comes to Carl Feud. Let's see if you can get the win for Jay and Welland. All right, Welland Jay. Jay and Welland sits on hold, looking to take you down. Kirk in St. Catharines. Kirk, good morning, man. How you doing? Doing well. How are you? Fantastic, brother. I assume you know how Family Feud works? I believe I do. I believe. Uh, 100 people surveyed. You're each going to answer the same question. Whoever has the higher-ranked answer gets the point. First to three points wins, and you will answer first for the first question. Make sense? All right. All right, Carl Brown, are you ready to go, man? Ready. Okay, boys. Let's start with um let's start with this one. Where is the best place to go scream cry? <laughs> one hundred people surveyed. What was the question? To go to where? Where is the best place to go scream cry? To cry your eyes out. <laughs> best place to go. Uh Washroom, washroom. It's probably going to be my pick. You know, I'm going to take the, <laughs> I'm going to take the the freezer. The freezer. Yeah. The freezer. Yes. <laughs> the walk-in freezer. <laughs> That's not on the list. Well, washroom is going to be my pick. The so, <laughs> uh, shower was the number one answer. Mm. So I'm going to give that to washroom. Yeah. Washroom on the list. So I'm me, give it you want to go somewhere? If I'm, if I'm really going to scream cry, I want to go somewhere where somebody can't hear me. Well, I think that's why you're in the shower. Well, that's why. No, that's why I'm in the lock-in freezer. Yeah. The shower. If trust me, if I scream cry in the shower, you're going to hear me at your place. <laughs> Um, number, uh, number two on the list was your car. Uh-huh. Number three on the list was a movie theater. Please don't go scream cry at movie theaters. The, uh, the car's a good one. Yeah. Car's a good one. I like car. Turn it up, sit in there for a minute, let it out. Okay. Point to, uh, point to Kirk. Carl, you'll answer first for this one. All right. 
when you were a kid, what is the thing you threw at your sibling most often? Damn, I never had a sibling until I was 10, and they would have been cruel to throw things yeah. at a newborn. What did you hit your brother or sister with most often? I'm going to have to go with, based off of um, people I was around who had siblings, Yeah, saw a shoe through, uh, thrown quite often. The shoe? The shoe, yeah. I've seen a shoe pitched in aggression at a sibling. Who throws a, num- a shoe, honestly? Dave's sister, Nikki, threw it hard, too. Kirk, what do you got? Kitchen utensils. Kitchen utensils? At your sibling? Whipping a spoon oh, yeah. at him. Bad. <laughs> you guys are both psychopaths because neither are on the list. Mm, all right. Uh, Kirk, yeah. I, thought, I thought that was a clear win for you. I really thought all you had to do was get on the board. Okay. Back to you, Carl. I'll say simply food. Food. Okay. Kirk. Uh, let's say uh, shoes. No, no Carl already said shoes. Oh, sorry. I missed that. Let's yeah. say... Uh, Dirty socks. Oh, dirty socks? Socks. Yep. Uh, clothes was number five on the list. All right. Food was number four on the yeah. list. So that's going to be a point to Carl. What, do you, what was number one here? Number one was pillows. Oh. It's classic. Really? Toys was number two, and oh. it said paper was number three. Uh, I don't know. Pillows? Yeah, pillows. We used them as like, we pretended they were chairs. Okay, like well, that's a, that's a pillow fight. That's not throwing it at your sibling. I think you grab it, chuck it. Either way. Either way. People who did the survey were wrong, so one. one. Uh, Kirk, you answer first for this one. 100 people surveyed. What is, very simply, the best TV sitcom? Best TV sitcom is uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Uh, Based on the general public survey, I'm going to say Friends. Friends was number five on the list. Yep. Seinfeld was number four on the list. Big Bang Theory, number one? Number two was Big Bang Theory. Ah. Modern Family, number three. The Simpsons, number one. Uh, I don't consider The Simpsons a sitcom, but that's just me. Uh, Okay, Kirk, you get this right. You're going to win, but Carl, you'll answer first. uh, I haven't even even asked the question yet. Hang on, Kirk. (laughs) (laughs) What is the one thing that your parents always tell you not to waste. Uh, money. Money. Kirk? Electricity. Electricity. Oh, it's not bad. You're turn off the lights, guy? Yeah, you know what? That was a good one. Electricity, not on the list, though. Okay. Money what? Money was number three on the list. So. Food, I assume, in there. Uh, Time. Food, number four. Time, number one. Water, number two. Okay. Okay, last round. Tiebreaker. And, Kirk, you will answer first for this. Okay. Name a word that best rhymes with hustle. Bustle. Bustle? As in the hustle and bustle? Yeah, hustle and bustle. <sighs> oh, geez. That was, that's really the best answer. I'm going to go muscle. I'll tell you, you guys got one and two on okay. the list. Do you, put a little, do you put a little muscle in your hustle or a little hustle in your bustle? The number one answer was muscle. No! Flex on him. Kirk. Yes. That hurts, buddy. It hurts. (laughs) That hurts. Great round, dude. Hell of a, uh, yeah, hell of an attempt. We're going to cut you loose, though. Have a great morning. All right, buddy? Thanks, boys. See you later, man. Back to the cracker factory for Kirk. (laughs) 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 I sleep in a racing car. (laughs) 
Uh, Jay, are you there, man? Undefeated Carl. Check it out, buddy. Woo! Time to get the belt. A little okay. muscle in your hustle. Wow. Maybe I will bring the belt to work tomorrow. You should 4-0, oh, man. Maybe I week. will. Uh, Jay, because of that, $100 worth of vouchers for the uh, Lotto Max draw coming your way. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you very much. Stay on the line. We'll get your information, all right? All right. The Cowboys from Hell return. Pantera. Soper and Brown. It's FM. Carl, 4-0. Really had to pull that one out of the fire, too. Yeah, sure did, yeah. The first uh, feud question, you didn't even hit the board. No. Actually, twice you didn't hit the board. Twice I was off the board entirely. luckily, yeah. uh, your contestant also missed. Yeah. And then in the final one, the contestant had the uh, opportunity to answer first. Go first. But still did not get the top answer. Missed so it. Somehow, Carl goes 4-0. Now, the question is, Hits Nation, are you rooting for Carl to have his first ever 5-0 and <laughs> Family Feud week. Yeah. Or do we want him taken down and to go, take an L into the weekend? That would be... Uh, what do you want? Yeah, the, a 5-0 week would be truly, truly something. I'm not, sure I could, I'm not sure I've ever done that. You haven't? Not for Feud. No, you have not. I've done it in trivia in other places. Yeah, that's uh, a tough one. All right, well... I think I can do it. I'm feeling clear this week. The you, brain's... Uh, well, the brain's bad, but for Feud, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Lead somebody to step up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, and over the next hour, we got a few different things to give away. Number one, Alexis on fire beat the box office tickets. Around 9.30, Around we're going to do yeah. that. Okay? Another Soper or Brown? Yeah. We'll do the audio clips again? Yeah. That's coming up at 9.30. Sit yes. tight for that. Uh, beforehand, though, we have more beer passes to give away. More y- beer yes, fest we passes. do. Yeah. This is, of course, the Because Beer, beer Festival. Uh, February 17th to 19th. This is at Bridgeworks in Hamilton. You get a couple of day passes, go through, sample some great breweries, some great beers, mm. bundle up because it's the brr, beer festival. You stop it. Brr. Best question. We'll go rapid fire. Get them in if you want to have a chance to win. Get in the draw. 977 977. We'll do it in about six minutes. Rock it. Soper and Brown, let's fire this thing. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> nine seven seven nine seven seven. Rapid fire questions. Brought to you by the OMG Cleaning Services. Using modern technology to leave your business or your home cleaner than you thought it could be. You can book with Anthony and his team at omgcleaningservices.com. He texts me to say he thinks that you won today's smell drafts. I'll take it. Waffle cone in your dog's chest. Are you high? I believe was his uh, quote, which <laughs> no. I'm quite happy with my selections. <laughs> Onward and upward. We have tickets for the Because Beer Festival. Uh, it's in Hamilton. And uh, we're going to give those away to the best question. Here we go. Robin Simcoe. Says, uh, based on the Kirk Van Houten reference, what is the best Simpsons episode? Single Man. episode? It's so hard to choose. So the, I'll just go with the first things that pop into my head. Mm-hmm. Number one being the Scorpio um, oh, that's a great uh, one. episode. Yeah. I think that is, if I had to choose it's one. It's got to be up there. That might be my favorite. Uh, the the Angel. Yeah. Um, that turns out to be just uh, the opening of a mall. <laughs> Is a great episode, and I'll also go with the Simpsons use the Flanders uh, summer house. Oh, that's a great! And one. Lisa tries to become cool. That's a good one. Those are three that pop into my head. My one of my personal favorites is uh, the episode called "A Fish Called Selma." 
It's when Troy McClure re- resurrects his career. He marries Selma. Oh yeah. And it's uh, it's Jeff, got Jeff. the it's also got the um it's the Planet of the Apes musical. Oh. Oh my God. Play the piano anymore? Of course you can. Of course you can. Well, I couldn't couldn't before. before. I hate every ape I see. From chimpan A to chimpanzee. That's a great line. Well, you finally made. Oh, so good. We're gonna play. We're gonna play the entire bit. Oh. Yeah, so I'm going to go with that one. It's the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, this one uh, is from Ben. He said, guys, it's uh, it's my turn to play uh, to play the Vasectomy Days song. I'm heading off to So Simple. Oh! Vasectomy Days! Vasectomy Days! Sterilization, no kids on the way. Let's grab a friend and we'll do it today. Oh, Vasectomy Days! All the best, buddy. It may, is it a rule that if you're getting a vasectomy, you can you text into know. the show, we'll play drop the your name, and we'll we'll play the song for you. Any any chance for that to live on forever? That was Trevor's best work he's done for the show. Yet. Best of luck, Ben. Yeah. Good May luck, I buddy. say it's Thursday? Friday was my procedure. Feeling pretty good today. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Nice. Most of the tenderness is gone. I also feel better because I'm wearing sweatpants today. Ah, very yeah. nice. Yes. Jeans have not been my friend. Uh, this one comes in and says, "Strangest place you have slept." Uh, when I was uh, in high school, drinking with buddies, mm-hmm. slept um, on a playground mm-hmm. in uh, in one you know the tubes that connect the two. <laughs> we slept in there because it was a little bit uh, like raining a bit. Dewey, rainy yeah. out. Yeah, so we slept in there. That's not bad. I'm trying Three to think of any, us. Like weird places I've I've slept. Um, I don't know, like outside on a trampoline. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> Um, all oh, stone cutters. <laughs> oh, the New York episode. Yeah, uh, dude, that's good yeah. <laughs> so Lots good. Of too. This one from Trucking Chris. I uh, said, if you have the ability to make somebody uh, poop themselves anytime you want, any amount of times in the day, who would top your list? So you can pick one target. Let's say, let's just say, for example, you can pick one target and twice a day, you wiggle your nose or whatever it is you have to do, and that person fills their shorts. Who do you do it to? I have my pick. Okay, let's hear yours. I don't have one. I want to do it to somebody who's going to sell it, right? Yeah. I want to do it to somebody who's going to let the whole world know what's happening to them. So my pick is Elon Musk. <laughs> because Strictly because he would tweet about it. Yeah. And if it happened enough times, he'd be like, every day at 3.30 and 9.30 p.m., I poop myself. And I'd like to know why. And he would think it was part of some liberal agenda or some yeah. some bullcrap. And they're never going to be able to fix it? Nope. Mm. The thought of doing it to Jeff, speaking of billionaires, yeah. Jeff Bezos, and but him Jeff, trying to spend as much money as possible to fix his bowel movements, yeah. but he just can't. But he would just, like, he would, he would you know, whatever. Like, you wouldn't hear, yeah. you wouldn't hear, he wouldn't be on Twitter being like, I've moved to, like, these adult diapers because twice. Like, Alex yeah. Jones. There you go. Has to be somebody who thinks it's a great conspiracy against Al- them. Alex Jones. Has to be somebody who assumes yeah. that it's the world that's set against them that's forced him to do this. Yeah, that is. That is that <laughs> somebody is a good with point. a media outlet, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah that that's is. A, good, it's a good call. That is a good point. You think I'm a coward like you? I'm sorry. <laughs> he just did it right there. Yeah. <laughs> that was the apology. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, this one from Niles said, "If you could only have, we're not going to have Pepsi with baby flavoring in it." I mean, what the hell have we become? Excuse me. Oh, you did it there, too. Right there in the end. (laughs) Uh, What did you say? From Niles, he says, you can only have one of these for the rest of your life. Would you rather taste food 
or feel sex. Huh. So, assuming that this is how it goes, that either you maintain all the current sensation that you have during the process of sex, but if you do that, food to you tastes like nothing. Taste texture out the window. It okay. is it is just gruel. Or the other way around. Here's a question. You for maintain you. the pleasure of food in your life, and you. If I don't feel anything, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go forever, right? Uh, I assume so. Right? Yeah. You might even you might even finish and not know it. Mm. I am taking that one. Yeah. I have to keep the taste of food in your life. The idea although Look, I'm I'm eating three times a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's I true. I know the other side is tough. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know it's tough. No, you're right. But at the same time you can still be there for your partner or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, the idea, although, man, would it help, like, diet-wise? I know diet-wise it would help, but it would just, be really depressing, wouldn't it? You were telling me about a Nashville hot chicken you and your wife created last night. You had an incredible passion telling me about that. You were so happy about it. Yeah. We just had a Reese's uh, little uh, peanut butter cup. Yeah, that's true. It was so good. Imagine that tasted like nothing. God, you're right. Yeah, it's got to be the food. Yeah, you're right. Um, Last one here. If you each had to have some kind of plastic surgery, a cosmetic procedure done, what would it be and why? Penis. Now, obvious reason. Is that available? Uh, you know, is that I available? Like, I know, I, I know, I see banner ads on Pornhub for, but yeah. like, is it actually available? I just assumed in this question that no matter what we chose was going to be successful. surgery enhancement. Is that? I, is, I assumed. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of anything else that I. What else? Nothing else you'd fix? No. Nothing I don't else know. cosmetically that bugs you? I don't think so. Shorten the bridge of that nose of yours. What's wrong with the bridge of my nose? Well. <laughs> Look at this guy trying to implant something in my brain. <laughs> like the bad break rapper on Seinfeld. All right, big head. <laughs> big head? What do you mean? Yeah, assuming that's like a thing, yeah. Yeah, uh, give me one of the banner ads I'm born of. <laughs> it works! I'll have balls smoothing. My God, it works! Balls are smooth as eggs. <laughs> uh, I think Truck and Chris is going to get Leg lengthening. Like, like the, yeah, you're going to get the taller. Oh, can yeah. you imagine? <laughs> gross. I'm giving it to Trucking Chris for uh, the fill your shorts two times a day. I made my legs taller. Uh, I made my penis a little bigger. Can't taste any food and can't feel sex. <laughs> this is awful. Anyways, Trucking Chris, well done. 97.7 Hits FM. We just watch all the parts, the best parts. <laughs> yeah, we did. Of the Simpsons episode. I forgot. I forgot. McClure and the Planet of the Apes. I forgot the musical was called Stop the Planet of the Apes. I want to get off. So stupid. Uh, great one from the text box. Uh, Kate, who's listening in uh, Winona this morning, said uh, the one where Homer sees the alien and uh, <laughs> Mulder and Scully show up. Mulder has the sexy FBI badge. Oh, yeah. The glowing Mr. Burns and Homer on the treadmill. What are you doing here, Scully? Nothing. I just thought I could lose some weight. <laughs> They're watching. It's hypnotizing. <laughs> So good. Uh, They're all so good. All right. You want to give away some more passes? Yeah, man. Beat the box office. Alexis on fire. This is uh, June 16th. Bud Stage in Toronto. Pup is opening for him. We got your chance to get in before tickets go on sale. A little soaper or brown going on here. 905-688-9797. We'll take caller six and caller nine if you want to play. That's Green Day. Soper and Brown, 977 Hits FM. Let's go. We have Beat the Box Office. Alexis on Fire tickets, Carl. Yeah, man. Alexis on Fire and Pup again. Bud Stage in Toronto in June. Beat the Box Office opportunity here. Is it Soper or is it Brown is what we're playing? Let's start with uh, contestant number one, Stacy in Welland. Stacy, good morning. How you doing? 
I'm good. How are you guys? Fantastic. Yeah, Thank Stacey. you. Love to maybe hook you up with some tickets. But first, we're going to have to take down contestant two, Tim in Port Colburn. Tim, how you doing, man? I'm good. How's it going, guys? Good. Doing All right. Good. As Carl said, is it soap or is it brown? I'm going to read you a statement. Very simply, you have to guess who said it, soap or brown. Uh, best of seven series. Get it correct. You get a point. Get it incorrect, though, and your opponent gets a point. First of four wins. And Stacy, you're going to kick us off. Are you ready? Awesome. Okay. Whoever's uh, got their radio on in the background, can you yeah. turn that down? Need the radios down, please and thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, first statement. You need to force in two more. Uh, sober? Well, sorry, are you going sober? Yeah. All right. And again, one of you does have a radio on. I'm not sure who it is. But please turn it down. Yeah, there's feedback coming through. Oh, it's not me. All right, Tim. I'm, I'm sitting in my car with nothing on. Yeah, me too. Okay. I'm not sure what's going on. Okay, here's All the right. clip. Uh, so your guess was Soper, right? Yeah. Okay, here it is. Yeah, you need to force in two more. Oh. Point to Tim. Darn it. Okay. Uh, Tim, your statement. Wanted Sorry? to desperately just slap over a hole. Was it Soper or was it Brown? I'm going to go Soper. Okay. Wanted to desperately just slap over a hole. Okay. Right, there you go. Tim's up too. Hot start for Timmy. Uh, Stacy. Yeah. He shoved it inside a raw chicken. Was it Soper or was it Brown? Uh, Brown. Sorry, did you say Brown? Yep. He shoved it inside a raw chicken. There you go. All right. There we go. Stacey's on the board. Tim, who said General Booty? Uh, I'll go Soper again. General Booty. (laughs) There we go. By the way, General Booty, a football player. Yeah, he's a quarterback recruit for the (laughs) University of Oklahoma. So that leaves things now two and two. Okay. Stacey, your turn. For $100, I'd suck tequila out of his belly button. Who said it? Uh, I feel like I just heard it. Soper? You may have. The clip? A hundred bucks. Yeah. I'd suck tequila out of his belly button. Wow. The big comeback here. It was two nothing Tim. Now three two Stacy. If Tim gets this incorrect, Stacy's got to beat the box office tickets. Or hey, why don't you force a game seven, Tim? That's also possible. Tim, who said this? We have to put one of the large heads next to the hole. Soper. Soper? Yep. We have to put the one of the large heads. Next to the hole. Oh, Tim, we're oh. sorry, bud. All right, let's take you. Enjoy the show. Hot start, <laughs> tough finish. Uh, Tim, appreciate you playing, buddy, but we will cut you loose. Have a great morning, all right? Yeah, no worries. You too. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Stacy. Stacy, how about that? Oh, my God. Thank you. Uh, down 2 nothing oh. and fought back. 4-2 finish. Love to see it. Yeah. Uh, one, or pardon me, $100. No. No, it's concert tickets. Yes, it is. <laughs> Alexis on fire. Beat the box office tickets with Pop. June 16th in Toronto. You're going. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much. Nice. It's a birthday present to myself. Hell, yeah. Love Happy it. birthday. Matt Silver, Carl Brown. The Silver and Brown Show. 
Mother of Soper and Brown, nice at seven. It's halftime. All right, Brown, before we get out of here, man, what did we learn on this show today? Uh, we learned that even if you were adrift at sea, you'd be hesitant but willing to consume ketchup. Oh, yeah. I had to survive. <laughs> you had to survive. Yeah. Story my will guys. to survive is stronger than my hate for ketchup. The guy who spent 24 days uh, adrift at sea, he had bouillon cubes, garlic powder, ketchup. Just couldn't find a protein to save his life, catch unfortunately. A, catch a fish and you're you're laughing, baby. <laughs> uh, our buddy Mudcat Jer has acquired an eight-week-old beagle. And he's thinking about calling it Carl or Carlos. I think Carlos. Carlos. I like. I think Carlos is a great dog name. Carlos is good. Yeah. Yep. I like Carlos. The problem with Carl mm. is if you leave the radio on for the dog when you mm-hmm. leave, it's going to be hearing its name the whole time. Very confusing. <laughs> Got to go with Carlos. Good stuff. Uh, we had a little bit of Royal Rumble trivia as the Rumble is coming up uh, this weekend. You and the fam coming over, play some Rumble Squares, have some mm-hmm. fun. Looking forward to that. Uh, we gave away two rounds of Beat the Box Office, Alexis on Fire, and Pup Tickets. Again, that one coming up in June in Toronto at Budweiser Stage. Congrats to Mike. Congrats to Stacy. We've got two more pairs for you tomorrow on the show. A little more. Was it Soper or was it Brown for a couple listeners Just to play? Just a little more? Just a little more. Okay. Well, two more specifically. Okay. Yes. And it was, of course, draft day. You can head to the Facebook page, head to the Instagram page. We're drafting today. Smells. Smells of the world. The best, your personal favorites, whatever it may be. I will say you are leading the charge on this one. However, I will not be accepting criticism of my picks at this time. <laughs> you made a business decision. <laughs> yep. And uh, I, I, I know why you did it. Uh-huh. You, you did the draft for you. But as we said. It's okay. You were the scout stand, standing on the table pounding mm-hmm. yeah. to pick your guys. If they don't make the big show, that's on you and you will get fired. One day. You and I will be walking hand in hand through a country fair later in our years, and you'll go, oh, that smells good. I'm going to whisper in your ear, waffle cone. <laughs> and you'll know. And I'll go, what? Huh? Ah. From the radio show 35 years ago? Remember you told me it was off the board? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Shut up, you old man. <laughs> Shut up and kiss me. <laughs> Ash is up next. We'll see you tomorrow. There's a voice. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Matt Soper, Carl Brown. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.